Hello and welcome to the Daily Post podcast. My name is Yuri Mello. I will be your host as I guide you through the most valuable and relevant emotional and psychological ideas. Ideas that will transform your perspective and enhance your personal life and relationships. Let's do this. This is episode number 35. My dear friends, welcome. It is good to be here and I have to be honest, I have been looking forward to this challenge for a little while. I love preparing for these challenges. And today's challenge is all about friendship. And when I think of friendship, and I don't know what it's like for you, because I I feel like I've been very fortunate in my life, like throughout my elementary years, throughout my school, high school, college years, even obviously like in marriage professionally, I have been unbelievably blessed. I, I don't know how else to express it with just people who have made their way into my life, to people that maybe I've made my way into their lives and they have made me better. They have brought joy, adventure, fun, confidence, bravery, wildness, mischievousness. <laughs> they have brought so much to my life. Um, things that have altered me it, it, in short and long-term ways. And that's why I want to talk about friendship. Number one, because I want you to be an extraordinary friend. And number two, because I want you to have extraordinary friends as well. Our need to belong in this world is powerful. Our need to be loved in this world is powerful. To be accepted, to be understood is powerful. And I promise you, I don't throw that word need around. I'm very cautious with what is a need, what is a want, what is a preference, what it's something I like. And I dare say that we are just beings, physically, emotionally, spiritual beings that are made to socially and emotionally connect. Like, that's what we are made to do. The way that I know that is because when we do connect, we love more, we suffer less, we stress less, we feel less pain, we solve, go through trauma quicker, better, our lives are happier, meaning it's like Jack Johnson said, right? We truly are better when we are together. That is the truth. Like our bodies biologically function better together. Our brain is wilder and more courageous and more creative together. Now, I know that there are challenges in relationships, right? Because differences abound. Fear and insecurity abound. But there is so much so many studies, there's just ample research that connects healthy friendship and social interactions to improved mental, emotional, social, and physical health. In almost every category, the value of friendship, acceptance, support, affection, trust, 
increases well-being, creativity flourishes, fun memories are enhanced, courage is increased, suffering is lessened, happiness is felt more often, and hope is felt as well. Now, friendship ranges, and as you look throughout your life, you will know this, that friendship ranges on a continuum, right? All the way from acceptance, I mean from acquaintance, to friend, to close friend, and possibly even to best friend. And the road to deep friendship always passes through disclosure and vulnerability, coupled with understanding, love and acceptance, and and finally support. Whenever I thought of one of the first, I, I thought of two stories when I first started studying and looking into this topic. And the first one is a story that he talks about. Actually, I don't even know if it's a story. It's just an example that he's using to explain a concept. But Stephen Covey's Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, he talks about an emotional bank account, right? So in a sense, we all have this emotional bank account within us, right? And friendships can only travel through the continuum or deepen as individuals make physical, emotional, and loving deposits into each other's emotional bank accounts. The relationship must be in the black, right? There there has to be more money in there. And this almost goes back to another principle that I have talked about previously in relationships, right? Where our job in that relationship is to make sure that the ratios in that relationship are always positive and more importantly, overwhelmingly positive. Five to one, 10 to one, 20 to one. And I think in some way, our deposits must be much larger than our withdrawals, right? Because if we're always withdrawing, the relationship will ultimately sink back into resentment And bitterness will creep in and taint that relationship. So what do these deposits really look like? It looks like kindness. It looks like care and concern for that individual. It looks like quantity and quality of time. It looks like vulnerability coupled with that acceptance and support that I've talking about. It looks like giving. It looks like serving. It looks like being reliable. And let me just say that these are small acts over time. Like my dear daughter, just one of her friends had their birthday and she just took the time and it's just care and concern to put together this fun little Instagram post. Like that's a great example of care and concern. She had a little party for that individual. She invited friends to that. That is putting some emotional money in that bank account. Another story that I thought about, and this is actually one that I've read recently, is another author compared it to a jar full of marbles. And deep, close friends, friends that you can disclose your dreams to, your fears to, the private struggles that lie within you, things that even vex or frustrate you are only shared, or maybe I should say should only be shared 
with those individuals that consistently deposit marbles into that jar and that or that really can present convincingly an environment of safety, of understanding, of acceptance, and of sincerity and trust. Now, you may ask yourself here, do you know, well, do you have someone or multiple people that you would consider to be this jar of marbles type of friend, right? Somebody that deposits, that makes deposits. Lots of studies and research suggest that adults with children have less friends, and maybe that's true in your life as well. It is true in mine, at least what I would maybe consider to be deep friends. I think this may be possible that that the demand on my time from work, family, church, spouse, and children, I suppose maybe has diminished my motivation or need for friends outside of that, in part because I feel like my needs are met there so deeply, I think, with these individuals. But it's important for you and I to know that the highest levels of well-being, of happiness, of less stress, all have clear connections to these positive relationships and to these positive social networks that I hope you and I will invest in and nurture deliberately, gently, and cautiously over time. So, my friends, I have two challenges for you. Number one, if you were fortunate enough to have some dear friends in your life, whether in elementary or high school or middle school or college, wherever it is appropriate and doesn't disrupt your own personal relationship or is an inappropriate connection, Reach out to them, see how they are, and maybe open up some lines of communication and use some of those things that we have talked about, some of that kindness, some of that concern, some of that sincerity, and ask some questions, connect a little bit. And number two, nurture the friendships and relationships around you through activity, through time, conversation, through luncheons, gatherings, sharing, serving, listening, understanding. I find that my wife does this extremely well. She makes time to have these lunches with their with her friends. And I think that they're truly valuable for her. I admit, and this is one of those things that I've noticed as I put a lot of time and thought into this week, I admit that I have fallen into a pattern of not investing or nurturing relationships outside of my family much. In part, and I've said this already, I think it's because that my need to belong, and I feel like we really need that, and sometimes we can only recognize that need when we are deeply rejected and how critical that need is for us, right? Sometimes we only fully understand things in our lives through the opposite of those things, right? Man, I really don't like or want that. And so that sometimes points us to what truly matters. And so this need to belong and to be loved is so fully met, and I'm so grateful for that with my family. And honestly, I feel like my work also nicely complements 
this blessing of giving and receiving in an interpersonal way, deliberately pondering this topic has inspired me, though, to be a little more deliberate and proactive with those around me and invest so that some of those relationships can possibly progress from acquaintance to friend, from friend to close friend, and possibly even some best friend. Anyways, I hope that this has been inspiring to you. I hope that you are more willing to invest there and to nurture there. And whether it is with your spouse, with your children, with your siblings, with your parents, with your neighbors, with your church or work friends, whatever it is, but invest there and reap the benefits. Anyways, thank you so much. Thank you for being my friend and joining me in these challenges. And I'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.